Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Self Made Podcast. I'm your host, Chloe Turcha, and this is where we talk all things health, wellness, lifestyle, business, and mindset. Hi friends, welcome back to another episode of the Self Made Podcast. This is an exciting episode. This is in honor of my 22nd birthday. I'm recording this a few days before my birthday, but it's really funny, like the older I get, the more I look at my birthday as like a celebration that we made it through another year. And I really reflect on kind of what I've learned this year and the lessons that I've been taught and like who I've become between the ages of 21 to 22. Um, And honestly, I'm still so young and I forget that sometimes. Like I feel like sometimes I take on the personality of like a 28 year old, Not not that that's old, but like I'm still so young and I have so much life to live. Um, And it's so exciting because I feel like the past couple years of my life, probably since turning 20, I would say, um, I'm like a new person. I think every year I kind of reinvent myself unintentionally. Like it's not like I feel there's anything wrong with who I am, but it's, I just become more knowledgeable and older and wiser and just, you live more life and you learn more. And so in honor of my birthday, um, it's actually my golden birthday. I'm so excited. I turned 22 on the 22nd, but, um, I want to chat about 22 things I've learned in 22 years. And all of these honestly are things that I keep in the back of my mind. And I feel like I kind of, they resurface in my life very often. Like these are my main points. If I could kind of write a book to my younger self, these are the things that I would remind her. Um, so I think that's really cool. And I hope that some of these things you guys can take from. Um, and I've probably talked about quite a few of these things already just throughout my podcast, because like I said, this is pretty much what I live by. It was almost hard to make this list because there's so much that I wanted to share. So I really did the top number one things, um, or I guess 20 top 22 things, um, that I think are most important and that I would want you guys to know. So, um, these are go in no particular order. I really just sat down outside in the sunshine and, really thought about it. I was like, what do I think has changed in the past couple years for me? What has led me to live and feel my best? Um, and yeah, we're going to get right on into it. So the first thing, and this is actually a recent thing that I learned, but it really, really comforts me to know. And I wish I would have known this way sooner is rejection is God's protection. So I actually heard that in a podcast by Ed Millett and he had some lady on and she was talking about that. And I was like, oh my gosh, you are so right. Like everyone, and whether we know it or not, we think everybody we follow on social media or all of these successful people in our lives are just achieving and achieving and achieving. And they are, but they're also failing. And there's a lot of rejection that they're faced with. And we just may not see that side of it. But like I get rejected by brands or by people or who knows what it is, but like everyone deals with it. And that's something one I need to remember is like, if you're not getting rejected or if you are getting rejected, like it's okay because that is God protecting you from something that isn't meant to be in your life. Whether that's a job, whether that's a boy, whether that's a friend, um, getting like accepted into something like it may seem literally like the end of the world and it may just absolutely crush you because that's what you've been working for. That's what you wanted. It's not what God has planned for you. And I think there's a lot of comfort in knowing that. Um, and you know, it may be years down the road that you realize, oh my gosh, if I would have got accepted or if I would have 
dated that person, like I wouldn't be here. And you're going to be so glad and so blessed and so fortunate to be where you are in that moment. I can promise you, um, it just takes patience and patience can be hard, but patience is definitely a virtue and something I'm working on. Um, but yeah, so I'm going to say it again. Rejection is God's protection. That's probably going to be my like mantra. Um, and just something I always keep in the back of my mind for the rest of my life, because it's very, like I said, it puts me at peace and calms my anxiety about a lot of things. Um, and that brings me to number two, and that is how important your environment is. It, it's everything. Your environment pretty much sets you up to be who you are. And we need to be so conscious and careful of the environments that we put ourselves in, whether that's literally your like exact, like external environment like the house you live in the apartment you live in the city you're in the place you work at plus like just the things you surround yourself by the people you surround yourself by the media like it literally it affects and molds you to who you are and I think growing up I definitely saw that just based on like who I surrounded myself with as a kid is definitely um, shaped me into who I was as like a teenager and stuff and I'm very fortunate that I had amazing friends growing up and an amazing family and an amazing community and it's like I'm so blessed for that reason and now that I'm older I really like you're so much more conscious of the people that you put into your life because it's like you don't go to high school anymore and you're just forced to be around certain people and you're not forced to be sitting in a class um, it's a lot more intentional so we need to be very careful on like who we give our energy and give our time to and I think This isn't a number, but this is something that I do want to talk about. Like, it's okay to not have a million people in your life at all times. Like, I feel like there's this thing where it's like, we need to have a million friends and like, we need to be popular and all of this. But it's like, if you're content and happy and you feel blissful and you enjoy your like peace and you just simply enjoy your life with like five tight knit friends, that's great. Like do whatever works for you. But if you're a very outgoing person and you like having a million friends, do that but I feel like there's this pressure in society that we need to have like a ton of friends and everyone needs to like us it's like do what makes you happy and spend your time with the people that make you happy and I've really really learned that this year it's just how impactful relationships in my life can be um and how the environment we are in can like shape our like motivation and our mental health and honestly just mindset in general like before I was previous to living in the house right now that I'm in with my best friend and my roommate I was living alone in an apartment and I loved it I loved being alone that's definitely what I needed in that point in my life but by the end I needed out of that environment I needed something new I was kind of I I I wouldn't say I was falling into like depression or anything like that but I was I felt dull you know it's like I felt like Every day was so monotonous and a little boring and I needed more interaction. I needed more just, I needed somebody around again. And it's like having a roommate has honestly like been so impactful in the best way ever. Like I'm so grateful for Taylor because I really needed that. And I'm really excited because I'm also moving to Arizona in like two, three weeks and I'm going to be moving in with my brother. And like, I'm so grateful that I can like have a roommate in both places because I really needed that in my life and I need someone around and I'm much more extroverted than I realized I ever was so I guess that was a very long-winded explanation of how important your environment is but it's like be conscious of the clubs you're in the organizations you're in where you work um the friends that you spend your time with like it's so critical 
critical to who you are and who you become. And it's okay to leave certain environments and take yourself out of those environments. Like I took myself out of that apartment. I'm taking myself out of Iowa for a bit because I know it's what I need. Um, I've lost some friendships. I've gained some new ones. And like, there's so much beauty in that, but that's just life. And we're always changing and it's okay to let go of things. Um, but yeah, and that kind of ties into number three. And that is, I pretty much just touched on this, but you are a compilation of the five people you spend the most time with. I don't know how exact that number five is, but I've heard that and I've kind of internalized that and realized how freaking true it is. Like, and it may not even be the five people you spend the most time with, but like literally when I'm with people, it affects who I am. And so that's why I'm so conscious of being around people who I look up to and who have the same values as me and live a very common lifestyle as I do because I I'm very I can be very self-disciplined and I'm very grounded in who I am but like I feel like we can all kind of admit maybe not everyone but I definitely can be affected by who I'm surrounding myself with if I'm like with a certain group of friends and they're all out like wanting to go drink and wanting to go party I have that urge of like I want to drink and I want to party and I want to do this and oh the workout can wait but then I surround myself with my friends who are very into like wellness and health and they don't drink and like I love myself when I'm with that group of people and I just feel the most grounded and the most me and it's I'm my mindset my shift like it's so it's just so affected by the people I'm with and so that's why I said like the five people I spend my most time with is a direction a direct correlation of who I am and that's why I have very tight close friends and I really value one-on-one relationships with people I'm not a I'm not the type of person who wants a million friends. I want really close, tight, genuine relationships with my friends. Like if you're my friend, like I'm very close to you and I pretty much, I'm going to open up to you and tell you everything. And like, I'm okay with helping you too. Like I want to have that trusted, valued friendship, if that makes sense. Like I hold my friends very, very close and I put a lot of trust in them because I go to them for like everything like I don't know what I would do without my best friends and my family like my mom is one of my best friends my little brother and my older brother they're my best friends Taylor's my best friend like I just I have I don't know I just have like a very strong like level of respect for the people in my life and yeah so I don't know if that kind of resonates with any of you guys but that is something I've really really learned this past year and I think it is changed who I am for the better um so yeah and that brings me to number four and that is your life is going to have seasons and I don't mean by like seasons like spring fall summer winter I mean like just in general there's going to be different seasons of your life and that's kind of how I view it like I view my life almost as like or like chapters seasons or chapters I'm a visual person but it's like it's always changing and it for example, like one season was me in college, like I was a college student and now I'm in the season of post-grad and like figuring out my career and being in my early 20s and like branching out and really finding who I am. And this is like probably, probably my favorite season of life besides being like a fun little like middle school, high schooler where I had no worries in the world. But like you're going to need different things in different seasons of your life. So really tap into where you're at in the now. Like right now it's so critical for me to do a lot of like self inner work to make sure I'm like exactly who I want to be before I go find a relationship and before I go find the man of my dreams you know it's like I want to be so 
sure of who I am. And like, this is a point in time where I can be selfish with my time and like really build myself and my career and do the things I want to do before I meet somebody and settle down and have kids. Cause that's a whole nother chapter. That's a whole nother season. And I feel like in my brain, I guess like chapters are more long-term like years. And then like seasons are more like literal seasons. Like every couple months, it's kind of changing. Like right now I'm just like in the season of my life where I'm really working on like balance in my life and building my business and building my work, but also like enjoying life because that's what I needed right now. And I think I was getting burnt out previous to this because I was work, 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 work from the minute I graduated college, I was burning myself out. I wasn't giving myself enough time off. And so that's a realization I made and I made a shift and now I'm like in that new season of more balance and I'm really enjoying it. Um, and then soon this will wear off and I'm going to need something else and something else is going to be important and I'm going to have to shift gears. So that is that maybe the next season too, like moving to Arizona will be like branching out, putting myself in more uncomfortable situations of like making new friends and meeting new people and being the odd one out because it's all going to be new to me there. Like I have no friends and no family down there besides like my brother and his best friend who goes to ASU. So like I, it's all going to be new and that's going to be a whole new season, but I don't know. I just feel like having that perspective on life is kind of cool and it makes you adapt to change better because you understand that like things are changing and that's okay and that's a good thing. So um, now going into number five and this is, this kind of is centered around like maybe business for example, but it's like nobody's going to care as much as you do. So when we say business-wise, like I said, for my business, like I can hire on people, I can ask people for advice, I can have people help me, and that's great. Like we need help because we can't take on everything ourselves. I've tried it and it doesn't work, but it's like no one is truly gonna care as much as you do. So you need to put all of your heart and effort into what you care about for you. Um, so that could be maybe even in the gym, you hire a trainer, like your trainer and your coach, like I am a coach, I care so much about my clients so so much but it's like no one's going to care as much as my client does for themselves so it's like you really need to take initiative of that and understand like even when you're going through things it's like you can vent to your friend and like ask for help but it's like and she's going to love you or your friend's going to love you and care about you and give you their best input but it's like they're truly not going to care about that situation as much as you do i don't know if that's like a harsh reality or not but i think before i put too much like trust and dependence on other people to help me maybe cope with things or accomplish things and it's like all right take the reins and do it you know for yourself um i don't know that's just something i've i've known that for a while but i just feel like it's something important to understand um okay and that brings me to number six um and this is something so simple and i think i talked about it in one of my past podcasts but if it takes less than 10 minutes just do it right then and right like in that moment because you're gonna put it off and you're going to procrastinate it and it's just going to build up and the next thing you know you're going to have 10 things to do that take 10 minutes and you're going to be so overwhelmed um so just do it like your laundry it's going to take not even 10 minutes to go throw a load in the wash and wash it and pull a load out of the dryer or put your laundry away it really doesn't take that long or load the dishwasher like those little things that it's like oh i'll do it later just do it now because you're going to be so much less stressed and you'll feel relieved and productive and accomplished and it does more for you than you think, I promise. So keep that in mind next time you want to push off something you don't necessarily want to do. And then the next thing, number seven, is invest in quality. And this is 
kind of more so about like purchases you make necessarily, but I've went through different phases where I, you know, shop Shein or shop like the cheaper products. And I get like the economy right now, stuff is expensive, but like invest in quality lasting pieces. That's at least what I do. And I'm so glad like my closet, I don't buy just like cheap random articles of clothing. I buy pieces that I can rewear a million times, like good basics, but high good quality basics. And same with shoes. Like I buy nice shoes that are going to last me forever that are very versatile rather than like a pair of shoes I can wear with like two outfits, you know? Um, and same with like my equipment and stuff for work. I I've built my way up to like a more progressive functioning laptop and a better quality lens and camera, like a building block. But it's like, I invest in those things because I know, I mean, my whole life pretty much in work revolves around a laptop and a, a camera, but, um, like invest in those things and really take care of it. But it's like, I don't know. I just think having good, great quality things that last forever is better than having like things that like cheaper things that can break or wear or you'll wear like a few times, you know? Um, I don't know. That's just how I've kind of like shifted my purchasing decisions. Um, and I think it's been for the better. So that's just a little piece of advice. Um, and number eight is the importance of a morning and night routine. I truly think it's like the cheat code to achieving your goals. If you have a solid morning routine and a solid night routine and you have structure to start and end your day, you're going to be more structured throughout the day. You're going to be more productive. You're going to have like, you're going to feel like you have a sense of control over your day and what direction it's going. And if you have a certain like weight loss goal or a muscle building goal or financial goal or some sort of goal, it's going to be so much easier to accomplish that if you have literally if you have a morning and night routine because you have structure to your day and you know what to expect in the morning and at night and you can feel refreshed and reset. Um, I could talk about routines all day. That's half of my episodes. I feel like I'm obsessed with routines. I drill it into all my clients, but like having habits and routines that shape and build you to who you want to become, it's like a cheat code. It's like find somebody that you look up to, find a role model of some sort, figure out their day-to-day and start applying those little habits into your day and you're going to become something similar to that person. Not saying you need to be somebody else, but it's like if you want to achieve something, implement it into your habits and your routines and you will get there, I promise. So that's my rant on a routine. And number nine, this is huge and this is something that I've recently learned. It's okay to give yourself downtime. Like you need to give yourself downtime every single day. It is so easy to get in like the work, work, work mindset. I personally think um, with growing up, I'm the middle child of three. I have an older brother and a younger brother, and I have a father who is the most hardworking. He's a Midwest, grew up on a farm, farm boy, like go, 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 workaholic. And I think I've taken so much good from that, but it's also built me to have the mindset that I need to work, 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 work. Um, But like, I've realized how much I can burn myself out on. So it's like, I'm glad I have that work ethic and that mentality, but it's like, I still need to be kinder to myself and let myself rest and recharge and reset because, and I have seen it like within my dad too. It's like, he gets burnt out and he is less motivated. He'll take a day, like a half a day on a Friday. And like, we've kind of almost forced him to do that, but I've seen like the positive outcome um, in him through taking that extra rest Um, and I've seen it myself too with like training and with work and stuff. It's like when I give myself the weekend to recharge and step away, 
it's so refreshing and I feel so much more inspired and motivated on Monday to get to work. Um, but it's really hard just because I feel like the society we live in, it's like grind, grind, grind and like pedal to the metal, like work hard. Someone's working harder, outwork yourself, but like you can overwork yourself. And I have the tendency to do that. And that's, it's hard. And I'm being honest, like I have a hard time shutting off. So that's something that I do understand the importance of and I hope you guys do too and I'm still working on it and all these things are still things that I have to apply to my life and consciously be aware of and take action towards but yeah that's one thing that I do truly think is important is just having downtime like every night like watch your show read your book like it's okay to just do nothing you know um okay and then number 10 this is kind of like aligned with like the law of attraction But what you give off into the world is what you're going to receive. The energy you're giving is what you'll receive back. And I've talked about this time and time again, but it is just more apparent and more true the older I get and the more I'm aware of it. Like every time I see someone give off some sort of negative like energy, if they are talking down on someone or talking bad about someone or you see someone like flip somebody off or honk their horn or just do something rude, it's like they're doing that one because like they're struggling with themselves right now and that's like unfortunate and I what I honestly do is I start I've started praying for those people because it's like I hope they can work through what they're working through because they're not happy maybe they are I don't want to say they're not happy but like they're going through something and I do feel for them um but it's like if you give off good positive vibes I promise you're gonna get that back and I've said it like before it's like in the morning say you drop your spill your coffee and you're like oh my god And then you're mad about it and you're irritated instead of just being like, all right, it's fine. I'll make a new one. Maybe that one didn't taste good. Like whatever. Um, If you have that negative like energy and mindset, you're probably going to lock your keys in your car or something later that day, you know, or you're going to stub your toe or you're going to be late to work or you're going to hit every red light. And it's like, it just seems to be like thing after thing after thing when you're having a bad day. And that is just proof that it's like the negative things attract more negative things. So how you react to things is so important and really just having a positive mindset on that and understanding when you give, when you give your time, when you give your energy, when you give your love to somebody or something, you'll receive it back. And I don't think that should be your intention for doing good things, but it's just like, it's just kind of like your reward in a sense. Um, and it's not necessarily like instantly back. It'll be later in your life. It's kind of like karma, like good karma, bad karma, but, um, really just give off as much positivity in your life as you can, because it's going to create a more positive, enlightening life just in general. So keep that in mind that has really been a big thing for me this year um and yeah it's just it's honestly changed my life um and then that leads me to number 11 and this is huge and this is kind of just a one-liner but it's the quality of your mindset will dictate the quality of your life and that's just kind of all of this together in one sentence but it's like your mindset is everything how you react to something is everything you have the power to dictate how you view like the world and people and yourself and your mind and it's like mind like your the strength of your mind is literally that's just like it like that's life like that's you I don't I don't know how to put it into simpler more like better words I'm kind of fumbling on them right now but it's just because it's like so much I don't know how to express it to you but like even when I'm running like the reason I started running every day again is because I felt my mind getting weak and I was like when I have a weak mind everything in my life suffers. So it's like when I have a strong mind and I I feel confident, I am just it it 
bleeds into every other aspect of my life. My work is better. My relationships are better. The way I love is better. My relationship with myself is better. Like it's not about the extra cardio I get on a run. It's not even about, I'm not training for anything anymore. It's literally the fact that I can be disciplined enough to get up and go put myself through like 30 minutes of cardio. It's hard, but like I can sit there and I can be with myself in an uncomfortable point of time for so long. It builds like just another level within your mind that you really don't realize is even like there. Like you unlock a new version of yourself and you, it's so therapeutic to run and it's, you process so many things. Um, but just truly you guys, your mindset is literally everything and it, it does dictate the type of life that you live. So take control of your mind, build a strong mind. It will change your life. Um, okay. And then number 12, it's so this is so important so find what brings you peace and calmness like find an outlet when you're feeling overwhelmed when you're feeling stressed when you're angry when you're sad like find something that can put you at ease and for example mine is the sunshine being out in nature walking and christian music like any of those three things like when i'm stressed out i try to do one of them if that if i'm in my car and i'm like getting worked up i put on my christian music i love um annie wilson and i love lauren daigle like those are my two girls that i like love their music it is so calming and so relaxing and it puts me at ease um but if it's a beautiful day i go walk outside i go on a walk and i i can almost guarantee you you will come back from a walk so much more calm like if you're ever overwhelmed and you can take five minutes ten minutes an hour go outside get some sunshine on your skin play a podcast or just walk with yourself in your mind if you need it but just move your body the serotonin the blood flow nature like it is healing it is literally healing and then just sunshine in general like i try to be outside as much as i can i've been running in the mornings and then i read and journal outside and i eat my breakfast outside i even try to eat my dinner outside um i walk outside as much as i can a lot of my workouts are outdoors now um and that's one of the reasons i'm so freaking excited to move to arizona is because i can do so many activities outside pretty much all year round i mean the summers are crazy hot right now i'm I, they're like experiencing like record-breaking heat right now down there so it's gonna be rough but um like in the winters and stuff it's beautiful and so it's like i want to eat breakfast every single day outside i want to go on a hike i want to go run i want to go walk i want to be in nature because it's healing to me and it calms me down and that's that's i want to be at that level of like peace you know my like day to day like i don't want to be stressed and overwhelmed so find what brings you peace maybe it's reading maybe it's painting or journaling or running or if there's some type of music that puts you at ease like listen to it but like know what those are so when you get that like urge and sudden feeling of like stress and anxiety go to that outlet that you have and i promise you it will turn your day around um okay and then number 13 is (laughs) this is funny not funny but you can't like just put a band-aid on a problem you need to discover the core um of like the issue okay and like find ways and implement the ways to fix it um and come like up with a solution so i feel like too often we just put a band-aid on something and it's like temporary so that's like when people do crash diets because they want to lose weight or um (laughs) you're struggling with your boyfriend and it's like okay fine like i just i'll stop being mad you're just putting a band-aid on it you're not getting to the core reason of why you're to the point that you're at so say you've gained weight and you're like and you just want to do a crash diet and lose the weight well i promise you you're going to gain it back because you're not making lifestyle changes and correcting it and figuring out what got you to this point like why did you start putting on the weight in the first place was it 
that you stopped being as active, you got a new job, so you're more sedentary? Did you pick up a bad habit of like, I don't know, like Uber eating food or do you snack too much or what, like what, what's causing that? Get to the core of the problem and then implement ways to fix that um, and build that into your lifestyle or with like friends and relationships and boyfriends, girlfriends, whatever. If you guys are fighting and you're just like, whatever, I don't want to argue about this anymore. I'm done. I promise you, you're going to have that same issue down the road. So it's like, get to the core of the issue. Like why did you or them or whatever the issue is, like, why did that occur? How can we fix that? How can we like create a solution to not allow this to occur again? Like, why is this happening and how can we stop it and move on from here? Anyway, I don't know. I'm like really passionate about that one just because it's like, I feel like in my past life, there's been so many times where I've just tried to put a bandaid on it and then I've like dug myself into a deeper hole and it's been such a bigger, more stressful deal later on in the future when I could have just solved it and figured out the core reasoning for it and moved on. So keep that in mind. Don't be putting band-aids on nothing except for a literal wound that you need to put a band-aid on. Um, And then that brings me to number 14 and that is everything happens for a reason um but you may not understand it right away okay but just trust me that is something that i've lived by i think a lot of people do but it's like when something bad happens in your life trust and understand it's happening for a reason you weren't supposed to be there that wasn't it that like wasn't the right job for you the right boy for you the right girl for you the right house for you like it's gonna you're meant to be somewhere else and you're meant to be with someone else like something else is coming better for you um even in the most traumatic tragic moments find the beauty in it find the lesson in it because that's the best thing you can do for yourself too and i feel like it's the way to live life in a peaceful way as well is just like understanding that it happened for a reason whether i know it right now in a couple of days in a couple of years you'll have that moment where it's like all right this is why this is why that happened um so just trust in that and give yourself patience because it will happen you just have to trust in divine timing too um but that brings me to number 15 um and that is spend time unplugged like no media no content no screen time like unplug yourself from your phone from your watch from your laptop from your tv from your radio like literally we are constantly consuming ourselves with like all this noise and this these screens and everything and it's it can be very like overwhelming and overstimulating and i think it's really really important to just like give yourself peace and quiet every now and then if it's five minutes a day if it's 10 minutes like just unplug for a little bit especially if you are into like social media and stuff and you're constantly scrolling or you're constantly listening to a podcast like right now like after this just give yourself five minutes and just be with yourself be alone just process your thoughts talk to yourself like i don't know if you meditate meditate more like just be with yourself for a little bit every day because i don't think we realize how overstimulated we constantly are we're constantly being like in just consumed by something and it's it's overwhelming and it stresses me out and it's i don't know if it's i feel like it might be kind of unhealthy so just take time for yourself to be in peace and quiet um it'll be good for you i promise and number 16 is a person's reaction to a problem or an issue says more about them than the issue itself so people make mistakes like things are going to happen we're going to mess up i've done things and said things i wish i hadn't 
but how we react to it and what we do going forward says more about us. It's like allow people to make mistakes, but really pay attention to how they react or how somebody reacts in a situation of like kind of like a messy problematic situation like that says about a lot more about who they are um because our reactions are everything and it's one thing we can control we can't necessarily control when bad things happen but we can control how we react to them and it's it it just says so much about a person um so one focus on how you react to like certain things but then also just be mindful and aware of how others in your life are reacting to problems and situations as well because like i said it's so important who you're around um and yeah so that's just something light and not light but like small and simple um and then number 17 is timing is everything trust in it divine timing you're exactly where you're supposed to be right now whether you feel like that or not you're learning a lesson you're experiencing something you're meant to be experiencing whether that's a high or a low i feel like life is a literal roller coaster one week we're on a high and the next week we're on a low and i feel like that freaking high and low wavelength is what helps us appreciate the good times um and helps us get through the bad times because it's like it will get better it will turn a corner it is going to go up from here it will um but like when you're in that moment really be like okay what am i supposed to be learning right now what am i supposed to be experiencing what is god or the universe teaching me right now um and just try to get everything you can out of that moment whether it's good or bad um and then number 18 is failing to prepare is preparing to fail so i remind my clients of this a lot and it's like be as prepared to succeed as you can be prep your food set your clothes out set an alarm have your day planned have a schedule like prepare yourself to succeed like when you don't do that you're literally setting yourself up to fail and like i said failing isn't necessarily bad we learn from our failures but it's like do everything you can to set yourself up to have the most productive day the most successful day fuel your body with great foods it's like you have control over a lot so control what you can control and set yourself up to have the best day every single day prepare 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 whether that's preparing to study for an exam or training and preparing for a race or preparing for an interview or in a conversation like be prepared be ready and you're gonna be a lot more readily um are you gonna be just like you're gonna be you're gonna succeed a lot more likely than if you don't prepare you know um and then 19 is take advantage of the now because now is the only time we're guaranteed and i talked about this a little bit i think it was in my last podcast but it's like we really and i know we talk about this a lot but i think it doesn't hit home until you experience something but it's like we are not guaranteed tomorrow bad stuff happens to people every single day and we always think it's not going to be us it just as well likely could be us you know like we don't have control over a lot of things like other people driving in cars and little just crazy unexpected emergencies like weather and just god i don't even know like a freaking tornado you never know just come in boom gone your house is gone like you're <laughs> just crazy unexpected things that we just don't assume is going to happen to us and it it could so it's like enjoy the present moment enjoy the now stop putting things off and it's like oh i'll do it next year i'll do it next week i'll do it tomorrow like do it now because it's the only time we're guaranteed don't dwell on the past don't focus on the future i mean prepare for the future but like just enjoy the moment really really enjoy the moment and that's not something i've really honestly ever truly dove into and understood until the past year probably closer to like six months because i never had anything that made me realize how quickly things can change in your life and 
having the whole experience with my brother getting in that accident it was just like oh my god like he woke up not realizing that that could have that 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 was going to happen today and it did so it's like just i don't know be so grateful for the moment that you're in in the day because tomorrow is not guaranteed and we really really don't i don't think understand that how real that is um okay that was kind of heavy but now we're gonna go to number 20 and that is food is fuel okay view your body like a car you want to put the most high quality fuel in your car as you can fuel your body with the most high quality foods that you can and make sure it's always fueled your car can't run an empty baby so be fueling it properly efficiently like balance it eat balanced good high quality foods okay that's simple but trust me that's important and then 21 is okay i love this one this might be my favorite one learn how you love and learn how you receive love so everyone has like their love languages um mine are i think mine i'm pretty sure they kind of change but i feel like i've talked about this the way i um right now feel that i best give love is by acts of service i'm a huge service person i will do anything for the people that i love like i've really really noticed that the older i get um and physical touch i'm not one to like hold someone's hand in public but it's like i'm like a big cuddly person i love that i love like that intimate moment with people well that's more of like a um in a relationship like me with a guy or something but um like my best friends i would say i show my love by acts of service like i'll do little things for taylor or i'll do little things for like a guy that i'm talking to or my brother and my family like i'll do whatever and then my more like um romantic side of love is definitely like physical touch but not but not in public which is kind of weird um and then the way i receive love is through quality time like i just i understand how valuable that time is so it's like when someone gives me their like quality time and attention like that means so much to me and i feel like that's how i i can really receive it um and then also through acts of service i think i i give it and i receive it through that um because i just i don't know i'm not you can tell me something over and over and over again but i'm really probably not gonna believe it and like receive it and like accept it as much as like if i if you show me that you love me if that makes sense that's just how i am personally but i think it's really important to like understand how you give it and how you receive it because it's only going to benefit your relationships and yourself um and i think it's a great conversation to have like with your friends and with your family and with your like romantic partner as well just because that's going to help them and it's going to help you in the long run so figure that out for yourself but it definitely is beneficial for everybody (laughs) and then the last one number 22 is find a mentor um for what you want in life like if you want to build a business find someone who is running a a successful business in that realm of business and have them as a mentor have them as a contact ask them questions or if there's somebody who you like look up to in fitness and it's like find someone where you can like like i think that's the great thing about like influencers online is like if you look up to somebody message them ask them questions like look up to them and have them there for your guidance because that's how you're going to get there is like having those people in your life to work towards ask for help ask for advice learn from their mistakes um so have those people around you and that kind of goes hand in hand with like you should never be the smartest person in the room like always have someone you can learn from and 
who can like inspire you and motivate you to reach that next level in life. But anyway, those are the 22 things that I've learned in 22 years. Um, I'm so glad and so grateful to be talking on this podcast with you. I would have never guessed at 21 that I had my own podcast. So this is something cool and exciting I accomplished this year at 21, I guess. It's going to be 22. But I'm really excited for this year. I have a feeling it's going to be a crazy year for me. 22 is going to be... I feel like 21 was like a self-discovery. Figure your stuff out. And 22 is going to be something new. It's going to be... I mean, I literally move like a week and a half after my birthday. So it's just going to be a new environment, new, new, new. Um, and yeah, I'm just really, I'm really excited for this year. And I'm so glad you guys are here along the journey with me. I wouldn't be here without you guys. And I'm eternally forever grateful for each and every one of you. I love you so much. Um, and yeah, we'll chat later. Bye guys.